Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Sissoko finally waited. Erickson, low. Great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez, Lucas Moura. And belted into the net. Brilliant goal. On debut, Tunge Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh, yay! What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier! Kane, good area for Spurs, and Kane's not afraid to shoot! Wow, what a goal, Harry Kane! That is exceptional! Try and place it, wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella! Never afraid to take on a shot, and with good reason! Terry in the Burnley back line, and Son breaks forward. Oh wow, what a run! Yemin Son from inside his own half has scored one of the best goals of his Spurs career. Good evening, welcome to another News First Order podcast. I'll be your host once again tonight, X-Pac. I'll be joined again on a lovely uh, Friday night by uh, two lovely co-hosts, Scott Hall, uh, top of the News First Order FPL currently. And still done a wild card. How are you yeah. doing? Bruv, I'm all about that. that. Like, I need to make my players feel on edge. You hear me? I had Sterling last week. He done a madness. So I told him, bruv, clearly the clocks that you're wearing, I don't prefer. So I kicked him out and brought in Jackson. And Jackson got a goal, but boy, Sterling turned up in it. So I might have to call him, recall him. But... Anybody that's facing looting right now, they're coming into the team because whoa, <laughs> <laughs> they're, just, they're just holding goals. So yeah, they have to keep an eye on whoever's facing looting next week. Triple captain and that. Yeah, there you go. There's your FPL tips from uh, from Scott Hall and uh, Macho Man. Welcome Friday night. How you feeling? I'm What's good, man. I'm good, man. Got caught in the rain on the way home from gym. You know what I'm saying. Um, F, don't take FPL tips from me because I've forgotten the deadline twice in a row. I've I've just completely forgotten this Friday Night Football. So KDB's been in my team for like two weeks. I literally thought to myself, I'm going to change my team, I'm going to change my team. I don't know if my notifications aren't on, but yeah, I've jammed, man. Another weekend. Three, three weeks <laughs> behind. Two, yeah, two yeah two weeks. So yeah, man, we're, we go again. Monday morning, we go again, man. In fact, Friday afternoon, set your alarms. We'll be there. I'm just uh, eating off a couple of clean sheets. I was nowhere near brave enough to pit in the Chelsea attacker. But yeah, 
we move and obviously Spurs coming off a nice little win against Man United. And I think that's probably the first time I've gone onto Spurs Twitter the next day and seen a comp from pretty much most of the starting lineup just there, ready to watch straight away, straight away, straight away. Um, yeah, I'll go to you first. What did you think of the initial starting lineup? Was it um, seeing Porro there playing at right back as the only change? As opposed um, to Saul, sorry, so Saul was also a change, and then the first kind of 20 minutes of that half. I think Saar getting a starting position uh, seems to be fair. I think it's between him and Skip, really, uh, right now until Benton Cole comes back from injury. So I think those two will rotate and it will be more on what Ange decides, I guess, is the better profile for whoever we're facing. And it seems to be the same thing for Poro and Emerson. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, when I saw Poro, I was like, ah, against Rashford. Oh my God, this is this is going to be hell. And the opening minutes of the game, yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't fulfill me with joy. Yeah, because we were creating our own problems. Like I feel like that first half, we started off well. Um, then we got nervous, which to a degree kind of makes sense because it is still relatively a few new faces in the team that have come to make this new starting eleven, like uh, Madison, uh, Richardson now being our leading striker, um, Poro obviously now getting more of a run in the team. The back line, the entire back line, regardless of what the alteration is going to be, is completely new. Romero is playing with like basically a new partner um, this entire season. So we started off a bit nervous, but well, then United got into the game and I felt like the United kind of had control for about 20, 25 minutes. And I felt like it was more down Poro's side. But in fairness to him, he didn't shy away. Um, and we started to come on good towards the back end of that uh, first half. And he had a, a very good shot on goal, which on another day might have cannoned into the to the bin liner. So, you know, so it was a good performance for him, but I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I wasn't scared. I was shook. Yeah, especially like we've seen games kind of go like that before. We start off well at home to United and then for whatever reason, we just get sucker punched or Bruno Fernandes turns into prime Gerrard. Not the prime Gerrard that high I was thinking of, but... Worst the... take of all time. Worst. <laughs> Worst take of all time. He he's taking are, are traveling they're, just like him. They're the worst. Send him to the Hague. Send him right. to Iron Heights. Send him to Arkham Asylum. Send him Rikers. to Raft. Send him to Rikers Island. Worst takes in NSO. Sorry, Carol. We will hopefully see him on the podcast again soon. Um, well, after he's finished traveling. Is he actually traveling? <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. He was traveling. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I think Rashford had a good chance as well. So, you know, I think we were quite lucky. In the sense that I think Rashford didn't drift as much to the left as I thought he would um, throughout the game. But it's neither here or there. Ohio, how do you feel like kind of the rest of the first half kind of played out for you? Um, I feel like we patterned up a little bit 
towards the back end of the second back end of the first half, sorry. Um I think I feel like maybe that Bruno chance where he should have scored might have been the wake up call, possibly. Because when he ghosted in, I thought, yeah, we're fucked. We're fucked. Mm. It's a goal. It's a goal. I was pleasantly mortified, if that is ever a, a term to describe one's feelings. It is now. Bruno, it is now that Bruno didn't score. You know, I think you know, obviously buzzing. We had a clean sheet, um, but again, I was I was quite concerned we were going to concede goals. I didn't think Garnacho was going to start, although United are lacking centre forward options at the moment. I did assume mm-hmm. it was going to be Rashford down the left, and they were just going to do what they did to us um, back when, way back when, back on Amazon. We all saw it live on Amazon. Um, so yeah, I felt like uh, Poro first half. He was all he was same with Yao. I was a bit shook when I saw on the team sheet. I thought, fuck. Defensively yep. we're in trouble. For in big trouble. And he had a couple of moments, you know, we're not we're not we're not gonna beat around the bush. He had a couple of moments where he got he got the life got pressed out of him, pause. Um but I think that got rectified somewhat a bit. I think Ange after that Bruno chance, I think Andrew's a bit like, Okay, you know what, if you're if we're if we're gonna have the fullbacks inverted like that, you know, the likes of Saar. Was the, as they as they like to call it a football manager, the the Carolero, the lateral, <laughs> as they call it. You know them ones. I know my FM ones know them ones. Um, but yeah, Saar was like covering a lot more laterally, which you know, if 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 not, just you know, blocking passing lanes, or if it was allowing, maybe slowing down the play, allowing Poro to get to, allowing Poro time to like get back and get a bit more set, so he could actually defend. And to be fair, Poro's one v one did improve a bit in the second half, but you know, we'll touch on that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, like you alluded to, we did have a few chances at the end of the half. Hit, hit the woodwork twice in the same sequence. One from Poro and uh, was the other one from Kulizewski? Yeah, no, it was from Saar. It was from Saar. There you go. Yeah, Goal threat. The deflected um, shot. Got crossed, should I say. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, coming out in that second half, we... I mean, it almost goes without saying we kind of started it how we ended the first in uh, complete control everyone kind of knew and what positions to kind of show for the ball in in terms of the second and first phase of build-up and managed to get into that rhythm really quickly um yeah again like how do you feel like that kind of second half really started out for you i feel like there was a tactical change in the second half um so we normally play with the fullbacks inverted which was fine um for certain parts of the first half. But in the second half, I felt like they kind of uh, went a bit wider to give more of a passing lane option, which kind of meant that Basuma and Madison were now receiving the ball earlier in the first phase mm. or from Vic or, say, from Romero or um, Van der Ven, as opposed to in the um, first half where more than likely sometimes going to Poro or um, Adoi. So it was easier for us to break the United press because the players that were receiving the ball easily are our best press-resistant players in the team, and especially Basuma. Listen, the ball came into his feet. He gave he gave shimmy ya, shimmy shimmy ye. Missy Elliott was like, what's going on over here? <laughs> and he was off to the races. It was long. It was long for people. I saw him drop one, one shoulder. And my TV moved. I was like, Lord have mercy, this this guy is moving <laughs> correct. So, yeah, now once we broke that press, I, 
I think the first five minutes of the second half kind of affected United more than it should have. Like I expect, especially under Ten Hag, United to have some sort of like mental resolve to being under the cosh. But those first five minutes of the second half, it's like they were like, "Raw, what what Spurs is this?" Because we are getting hemmed in. And when they did get the ball and they did try to attack and they tried to pin us in, we just got out and attacked them again. So we dominated that second half. Like, honestly, bar maybe one or two moments where, you know, had United been a bit, I don't know, a bit better with it, you know, they could have caused a bit more damage. But once we got that goal, it could have, it could have been worse. It could have been, I think the 2-0 was flattering. If I'm being honest, fair enough. Yeah, I definitely appreciated Madison dropping in deeper as, as and then obviously the fullbacks interchanging well with our midfielders. Bissouma flowing like water, obviously retaining the ball, helping these players like attack spaces and get into positions, obviously helps. I mean, like, I love a midfielder who just has awareness. Like, it's on that level of awareness, especially like playing in the Spurs shirt, it's it's such a pleasure to see. Ahaya, how do you uh, kind of see that playing out, especially as we um, as we took the lead? Um, yeah, we looked, I think it's interesting, Yao says the scoreline flattered. I'd say the scoreline flattered when you look at the first half, more so, I'd say. We looked a lot more comfortable second half, like it was nice to actually see Ange Ball in, I looked a bit more comfortable watching Ange Ball against Brentford. I felt like if you look at a spectrum, on one end of the spectrum, you've got West Ham preseason, Jared Bowen in Sahara Desert, acres of space. Then we had Brentford where, you know, Embuemo and Wiesa was still getting, Rico Henry was still getting space in those channels. And then I'd say the other end, then, then a bit less, what word am I looking for? less stressful was United first half, should we say. And then even less stressful was United second half. I feel like United, obviously United pressed us a bit less, but I think that was a mix of, they just couldn't keep up with how quick the ball was moving. And like, what can you actually do? Like we talked about Basuma already, but what can you do when Basuma is... I'm not sure I understand. Yeah, fair enough. That was my, that was my, my boy. That series. was Ten Hag. <laughs> that, that was the... <laughs> That was Casemiro, actually. Well, well there, there's literally not a lot you can do when Basuma is who like Basuma. What do you know? The moment I knew Basuma was gonna Basuma's gonna get team of the year because he's wearing the armband like Alan Iverson. I've noticed. I don't know why he started doing that, but it's working for me. He's got he's got mm-hmm. an armband like he's got a sleeveless like AI and it's working. Yeah, um, I felt like obviously before Maddo saw a lot more of the ball just before he got hurt. Obviously, he still stayed on. But like it, it was just we just very pleasant to watch, very very pleasant. Mm. But Kulusevski still struggles a little bit. Maybe he struggled a bit less. I don't know if he struggled less or more against Brentford. It just feels like there's something, more. some yeah, there's something just quite clicking with Kulusevski at the moment. Not entirely sure what it is. Like he's we've we've seen the higher end of his of his ability. Do you know what I'm saying? He's ne- he's never of course he's never really been. Like the one v one killer or the one v one demon, as Tobes likes to say, but he can still chuck it to man one on one. Like and I, and I do also like that he's not scared to go onto his weaker side for a pullback. 
Yeah. Saying like mm. I do even as as one footed as he is, I do like that about him. Keep the keep the fullback guessing. We got that a few times in the second half from him. Um, but I feel like I need I need a bit just a bit more directness from him. Just scare the fullback. Do you know what I'm saying? Even if you don't beat him the first time, just get get like get him a bit shook. Um well, I'm sure we'll touch on Richarlison at some point. Mm. No, we definitely will. Um, I've got just the man in, um, in mind for that as well. But like you touched upon, with Kulizewski kind of growing into the game, he did kind of um, instigate our first goal. And um, yeah, what did you make of Sars' performance in general as well as the goal? Oh, I think it was a good performance for the kid. I watched a few of the games when he was at Mets uh, two seasons ago. And um, I think that was a great loan back from us because they got relegated. Like, that kid suffered that year. Yeah, and he he, he fought, you know, he, he didn't shy away from, from the battle. So I knew, all right, cool, coming into the team, he's not going to be one of those players that needs, you know, long bedding in. You know, he's he's gone through the hardship of a team being relegated. And to see him through preseason, preseason was kind of the barometer of where I was like, okay, you know, I think he's going to get the nod ahead of Skip. Um, so when we came up against Brentford, I was like, oh, you know, I was thinking that's interesting. I think Ange, Ange made that decision on what he saw against Barcelona. So that's why Skip probably got the nod, you know, because those late runs were, were they were good. I'm not going to sit here and lie. They were actually fantastic. Um, and he did score two goals. But Saar started off the first half a bit, I think, I felt like he was a bit tentative, you know. Like, you know, he, he was there. He gave he gave good bits, you know, here and there. But I was like, I was like, bro, don't be scared, fam. You hear me, bro? Just... You got your brother Basuma beside you, bro. Just you know, be be ready for it. You know, just and towards the back end of that first half, I felt the confidence starting to started to pick up a bit. And then second half, he wasn't afraid. He was showing, you know, receiving the ball, give and take. And I think he took his goal very well, um, very well because that he caught it on the half volley. It's bounced right in front of him. I think it was a deflection from the cutback from Kudu. And he's lifted it right into the roof of the net, you know. And I think he can really motor on from, from now. Because if, let's be honest, like if he has a good, what, let's say uh, Ben doesn't come back till, what, November. If Saar gets a good run up until then, then we've got like, Four midfielders, you know, that that and plus Lacelso because I don't know what's going on with him. So call it five midfielders, and that's a good rotation. Anything that keeps Hoiberg away from this team, uh, and I hope Hoiberg or one of his representatives is listening to this late podcast because with six days left to go on the transfer window, you need to tell your boy it's done, it's over, it's cooked. Please. Remove yourself from our squad, bruv. You don't even look good in our kit. So, please, just make yourself to the top of the stairs and come on down, my brother. Please. Fair enough. I would have wondered when you were going to mention him. Um, 
Yeah, where do I start? I almost feel like I don't think we deserve Saar. Like, we've got a real gem on our hands. Obviously, when we um, had him last season under Conte, like, he'd be getting minutes here and there. He played well against Milan, then came straight out of the team and then came back into the team against Southampton. Gave away a penalty, which shouldn't have been a penalty. And then that resulted in Conte dreading off to Italy, not coming back. And then Mason didn't really ever use him. Um, unless my Mason, Mason's a wrong. crap, yeah. And Conte is a fraud. Yeah, yeah he's a coward. So for him to have not wanted to like not wanted to leave Spurs after that, like he could have easily got a good move to League One, I think, and been able to play regular minutes. But here he is shining at Spurs. Fair play to him. I think I do think the uh, the Ayatore comparisons are a bit premature. Yes, uh, he's a very yeah. He's it's a shame he's not a coach at Spurs anymore. But yeah, um, he's definitely very useful for Spurs, and I think he's got a really high ceiling. So yeah, all power to him. Um, little nod to Vicario's performance as well. That like for me, I kind of defended his performance against um, Brentford. Um, thought Romero was decent as well. Thought Mickey showed himself to have put in another very respectable performance, especially after what Rashford did to him in the first half. Yeah. Um, and then we've got obviously we've we've got the build-up play to to Angie's ball at Spurs down. But I still not I'm still not really sure where we really see goals coming from. Like I'm not sure we attacked fast enough to see it regularly. Maybe we don't have the attacker suited to it. But hi, I, I want to go to you just to kind of touch on Human Son's performance um, in that game, especially like he played two roles in the game. Obviously, he started at left wing. I think for the last like 15, 20 minutes or so, he played as a nine. And what was your overall take on how he did? Um, I think Son, I mean, if we say in the nice way possible that the bar was on the floor against Brentford because didn't, he didn't really do much, it was marginally better. Um, I'd say not just, uh, not just, in, not necessarily his actual like means as a striker, but there was, a, there was one particular pass he hit. It was like a reverse. I can't remember who was. Who it was, was the um, start in the first half. Wasn't it? Yeah, when he hit that part, even in the group shot, we were like, hold on a second. I haven't seen Son hit a pass like that in a while. Like that was the best non 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 shot on goal movement uh, um, action that we'd seen from him in a long time. So I'm like, okay, you seem to be more comfortable with this kind of thing because we've been on his case about his link up play, about you know any not doing any one twos, like not not looking dangerous in the final third if he's not shooting or making a move to get in position to shoot. So even though that was that one one pass that was like a positive for me. Um, I felt like he's never, oh, it's a shame because he's never really been that 1v1 guy and Ange loves his 1v1 wingers. So I don't know, I think we might see a bit more of him maybe take, even if it's just taking on fullbacks and getting on getting off a 1-2. I feel like we might see a bit more of that. I think Son is accountable enough to know that he maybe needs to expand his game a little bit more, you know, as, as captain of this new style of play. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it was a bit positive for him. I feel like a lot of players are as excited as they are to play attacking football. A lot of them are going to have to adjust. You know what I'm saying? Like Son's Son's work Son's workload is going to reduce. 
um, Richarlison's touches on the ball are going to reduce. You know, certain man's level of pressing is going to increase. You know, saying that everyone is adjusting, even though it's a it's a much much more enjoyable method of football for them. So, you know, I think it was marginally better from Sun. I wouldn't really give it over a five out of ten, to be honest. I think there was one chance he had, half chance really. I think Richarlison hit a pretty nice reverse pass into his path. Um, and I think Son wanted to hit it across goal, but I think the first touch just wasn't quite there or the pass was a bit too heavy. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not overly concerned about Son. It, it, it will get better for him. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, there were a few occasions as well where I thought Madison could have probably released the ball to him a bit earlier, but... I'm not going to be too critical of Madison, as you said. Like it's still kind of trying to click for us, and there's still promising signs. Um, yeah, the aforementioned Richarlison was mentioned there. Um, another performance for us as a nine. Now I know you're very critical of him, but as someone who fancies himself as a as a good striker himself, what were your objective, uh, as most objective as possible, takes on? On R nine, the nicest way of putting it is this: he works hard, but there's a big problem here. So patronising. You can't have more hand flap movements than shots on goal in a match and command any sort of respect. We cannot see this movement more. We cannot see that movement more than you've had shots on goal. That's insane. Yeah. And this is the problem we're having with Richardson because I know a lot of people are like, oh, Kane would have scored loads of goals in this um, formation or this style of play. A lot of the number nine's job in this system is selfless. It's actually quite selfless. So if you get your goals, you get your goals. And you may have to fashion your own chances. But what you definitely have to do is be in the right place at the right time when we do fashion those balls out wide. Or you see the the, the reverse pass that um, Saar got on the end of? Richarlison should be trying to be in that spot. You know, even the the chance that um, uh, ended up being the Saar goal, Richardson made a very good movement, you know, like he put himself in the right position. And he has to understand that he is going to have to do a lot of work. But this is where the problem is, Richardson. His hold-up play is not good. So when he do get the ball into him, the link-up between him, Son, Kudu, stinks. Doesn't look great. You know, you you don't expect him to get the ball with his back towards goal, set it and receive. You know, you don't see that as part of his game. I've got a feeling that if Richarlison doesn't score in the next game, it could be time to pack your bags. <laughs> and that's tomorrow, bruv. Tomorrow is our next game. We ain't got time to be playing about, like, seriously. Because the guy costs 60 million. <clears throat> He's a striker that Toby likes, which automatically is a write off. That's minus four points already. Yeah. 
And we just need better. We just need better. We've done very well, by the way, people. Yeah. We've done very, very well. Because we've managed to get rid of a lot of the stench that Tobias brought to this club. Yeah. Our, our good brother Tobias brought to this club. He brought Conte to us. He made us believe Conte was not a fraud. And now we have found that this guy has stolen every last penny from our Halifax account. There's not a penny left in there. We're in the minus. Uh, yeah. yeah, which is worse? Tobes' player ID, um, Hayao's takes, or my Cobham Scouting Network? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay, well, Cobham is going to be third. Yeah, you're, you're not top of that list because you're really scouting, you know, the youngsters, the next up-and-comers. You're going to have some hits. You're going to have some misses. So you 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 survived that one. Come on. Hayao. Hayao and... Hayao's top, man. He's top. Yeah, he, yeah, his takes are horrendous. Like, I'm going to give Toby a bligh here. He gets one hit out of 40 misses. But Hal's takes are they they fall flat on their face like KSI punchlines. They they're horrendous. They're mm -hmm. absolutely horrendous. Like they they do not land at all. You know what? In fact, when they try to land, when when Hal's plane gets to here, it goes it goes right back up because it's like it just it doesn't hit the ground like it's supposed to. It's absolutely awful. I, I'm not going to lie to you guys yesterday. Uh, he he was talking, sending a voice message um, in the group. I played the first 10 seconds of it. I switched off my phone. I haven't yeah, switched yeah, off my I iPhone in, play the rest of them. In, in a long time. I just switched off my phone. I said, not, <laughs> the, my phone doesn't deserve to have to hear or even play this nonsense take that he's come out with it's horrendous it's absolutely horrendous and that's why we haven't you know for the honorable you know people that are in the chat that's why you haven't seen Hyle in a while you know because he's trying to find these takes to to earn enough gem points to come back on the pod because it, it's smelling bad in his house right now smelling like sewage so i don't do the troll thing around here man. Oh, he's definitely trolling. And, and we all know that he's he's a secret Arsenal fan. Until he can come out and deny such claims. Yeah. That's what he is. Just quickly on, on Richarlison. Part of me wonders, like, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if Ange doesn't want to do it. But, like, one, just in terms of talking about, like, absolute life, I'm, I'm, I'm removing maybe a few things out of context. But, like, Son is obviously renowned as somebody that does not need um, a lot of doesn't need a lot of time and space to score like he he scores very low xg chances you know what i'm saying song could be pretty much ghost most of the game and he'll, he'll pop off a snapshot is going in so i was just obviously reading around um some of richarlison's just around his performance i didn't see oh am i glitching am i still there you still you glitched for that like one good. second okay cool. you're good now. um yeah so like okay cool um, so, yeah, obviously, part of me wonders, like, would it do us a favour? I know it's not as straightforward as just putting Son in the in the nine slot because, you know, playing with his back to goal is not really his thing. Uh, 
him him running in behind defenders is is quite reliant on like us either playing in transition or like I can't I'm not entirely sure how good his like movement is in is inside the box pause. Um, but Richarlison, there was an interesting stat I found where like so last year there's I'm not I'm not a huge stats guy, but we we do love some green bars and FBF ref right. And it was something like his progressive carrying distance, which is like just him dribbling towards goal. It was like 70 yards per 90 minutes. But in these how many two, yards? So 70, so average 70 yards per 90 minutes was how was um was how much he was carrying towards the opposition. Obviously, he didn't like start a lot of games, or whatever, which yeah. is fair. But considering how many considering how many minutes he's played, it's already down to 17 yards. So like obviously the nine's job isn't to carry the ball in an nine system, fair. Yeah. Richarlison strikes is the kind of guy who needs to get some touches on the ball, but like, oh, we, don't okay. need, we don't need that from you at nine. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm a bit like, does is it better for us to have you at have you on the left on the left side inside forward, get your touches, carry it, play your one twos, get a bit confident, get your shots off. Do you know what I mean? Like like he was at Watford, and yes, and, and in fairness to your point, by the way, very good take. Kyle, I hope you're listening because this is. This is where intelligence comes into play. Um, he's direct. Mm. You saw that last season. I mean, I know last season was awful, but he will run out of guy. Mm. Son doesn't do that. That's not Son's game. It's just yeah. Like, like Richarlis is not some peak techie dribbler that is going to no, dribble. He's awful. awful. He, but, but he's just. Oh, who, who? I'm trying to think of it. There's someone I can't remember who it is, but the way they dribble is just annoying for defenders because it makes you believe. That you can body check, man, but he's he's just gonna rush you whilst he's dribbling the ball. Do you know what I'm saying? Suarez, yes, Martinelli, that the, yeah, them man. They're, Suarez, they're, they're Suarez is an ugly dribbler. Oh my god, but he, he gets free. This is it. They dribble, they, they dribble like rugby players. Do you know what I'm saying? But but it, but it makes sense. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't know. Maybe that might suit Richardson a bit more because because I'm yeah. like at the end of the day, you you cost sixty mil. We're number nine. I, I actually want you to score goals. Like yeah. I'd, rather, I'd rather you like, as much as as much as you know he doesn't get much of a positive rep on the pod. Like we actually want my man to do well. Do you know what I'm saying? No, and we if, need him to do well. We need him to exactly that. And like you know, I've again I've watched a couple like replays with just some chances and stuff. And maybe because you know some of the good stuff he did hold up Varane a couple times with some link up play. Um, and then, like I said, there was there was a nice little one two played with Son, um, where where Son didn't really get the shot off properly. But like the way Ange needs him to play, because Richarlis is not lightning fast. Do you know what I'm saying? Not many nines are these days. But he we, he needs to. It's not just the, his acceleration is not bad, but we need him a bit closer to that last defender to run off. Because I think there was a few times Saw was driving forward, yeah. and you see Richarlison making a run to like, yeah, feed me, feed me. But it's like. You're too far away from the centre back, so Saar had to stop checking side and pass the ball. So because there's yeah. no point in passing the ball, you're not going to get there. Not that he's slow, but you know what I'm saying. Um, it's, 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 you, I think I think the shot to move into left and son to middle is mm. it's quite serious because in this system, it's you can your the wide players are, have got license to attack, mm. and Kudu has struggled with that because I think I think two things for Kudu. He he's still finding his feet from his injury, um, mm-hmm. which makes me believe that his injury last season was quite serious because um, he was out for large chunks of last season, and um, and he's still like getting rid of the stench of um, 
of Conte. Like that Conte, like he, he came out in an interview saying, you know, he he has enjoyed football under Ange because, you know, he's not playing wing back so much, which is hilarious because somebody on this podcast made a suggestion yeah, that he should be playing wing back as one as the alternative. Mm. I wonder who. <laughs> Please don't add me to the list of bad takes. <laughs> me the list. Still stand by that though. Yeah, it was a good shot to be fair. Uh, how long do you think we can get away with our front three not clicking? Two more games. Roman asks. Well, we Two only got games. six days left of the window, so six days. Left. Only one more game, right? Is there is there international break? Um, what I've seen. I I haven't kept. There up is with one quite soon, I think. I haven't kept up with none of the international. If um if there's an international break, then um two more games after the international break. Then it yeah. has England. Oh wait, no, that's women's allowed. Yeah, so I just wanted to that. add to the Richarlison um thing quick, just while that's that's being checked. Like I was actually thinking about um this the other day, not so much maybe sub going up front, but just Richarlison going off the left being a bit more maybe a little bit more familiar and just having him in the deeper starting position so he just makes better runs as a result and he's not running like he tends to make a lot of straight line runs and in the uh the the line of the defenders he's trying to beat whereas he he just needs to peel his runs far more often than like there was a few moments where he would like run into defenders and then throw his arms up and i'm like why the fuck is he sulking like that like all you had to do is just like Let's talk about bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. They're stretched khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So how do you get them? You go to birddogs.com forward slash pool and enter promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com forward slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Get your defender's number. You've seen that name and number on that defender's back. Just peel off him. And he just runs into him instead. Like he's running towards the ball. It's just like, no, just hold your position in space and the ball will... uh, in an ideal scenario, like we've probably practiced in training, come to you. But I think he's trying a bit too hard with his runs, and yeah, maybe playing off the left list allows him to curb his runs a bit more. Just as a result of just being able to see more of the play and just starting from a deeper position. Um, yeah, that is an interesting thing. Yeah, international break. Uh, England are playing Ukraine away on the ninth, and then Scotland Ew. away on the twelfth. Oh, stinky. Yeah, and then between then, 
We got where are we? We've got Bournemouth this weekend. We've got Bournemouth, yeah. We've got Bournemouth, we've got Fulham, Burnley. Yeah. Those are our three games before the international break. And then after that, it, it has I can't lie, it has to click by Sheffield United because it could then it goes Arsenal, Liverpool after that. Yeah, myth, myth. I told you. It's, it's I knew it. By the fifth game, if it hasn't clicked, change it. Yeah. Change it, because that's a myth. After that Sheffield United game, wow, we need mm-hmm. we, we need to ah, that's a tough run, you know. Jesus mm-hmm. Fulham. Fulham. I don't I don't like it. I don't and how many of those games are away? Uh Arsenal are away. Um yeah, Arsenal away, Burnley away, Liverpool at home, Luton away, Fulham at home, Palace away, Chelsea at home, Wolves away. Yeah, man. You know what? Yeah, we we've been struggling predominantly since the end of or the second half of Jose's tenure. We've been struggling so badly since that second half of Jose's tenure till now. That we we predicting where we might pick up points is half. Is tough. Uh, what the up that first half of Jose's second or what would be second season if you go by a calendar? That first half, Arsenal at home, see at home. I was like, Yeah, yeah, quick, quick six points, easy, comfy, no problem. What now? I'm here looting away, I'm getting heart palpitations, bro. Like, like, what am I in uni again? This is long, bro. What's Boy. going on? We we need we need a centre back, definitely, and we need a striker. Yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm not falling on this hill of uh, what's that saying? Brennan Johnson. It's a no for me. It's a no for me. I don't even think he's good. No, 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 no. Actually, let me take that back. That's harsh. I don't think he is a high enough caliber of player to justify the amount of money it will take to bring him to Spurs. And he hasn't shown me enough of what I've seen in his game to give me any sort of confidence that he would be good at the position he's being bought for. So, it would be an absolute no for me. I wouldn't even play him off the left or right because I, I just don't know what his position is. I've never even seen him off the left, to be honest. I've only seen him as right. a striker. And uh, the, this season, I watched him against uh, Arsenal. That wasn't a good game for him, boy. And then that that Nigerian Brickhouse came off the bench and <laughs> just changed, changed the stadium. <laughs> He's all right to be fair. Just, he's garbage, but <laughs> he's a brick house. He just you can't you can't stop him. He's a tank. He is absolute. He's trash. But how are you gonna stop stop a man mountain? Hmm? Yeah, it's it's only annoying in the sense that a going rate for a decent to good homegrown quota player. These days, from Premier League side to Premier League side, is 
is about 45 50 million like you, you know remember how be. much wolf signed morgan gibbs white for even though wolves practically never played him you do you know who we should get marcus who are we who are we talking about before we went live right no no oh, striker wise no. Strike okay, go. You've got someone in mind. Who, who do you who do you think we should get? Who do I uh, think? Who do you should... think we should get? Yeah. Um. Well, I cool. held out some small hopes from Colo Muani, but I think that one's done. I haven't got a backup name in mind. I've got... I'm all in. I'm all in on Gift, but I'll talk on Gift in a bit. Go on, Yao. I I think as a striker, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think if we're if we're not getting one in the summer, hold out to January. Oh, uh, you think even after that podcast? Yeah, go get him. Like, oh, go I like Arsenal. Him. Yeah, go get him. Go get him. I would have entertained that before that podcast as well. The, the podcast means nothing to me. He's a nasty piece of work. I couldn't care less. Go get him. Go get him. In this setup, if Keep you can perfect. get a striker, if you can get a striker that the ball sticks and he can link up play in this setup, oh my God, we'd be evil. We'd be good to deal with. Tony would look really good in this, like because yeah. be even in, even in the box, he's a he's, no. a he's a he's a very good ball striker as well. Bruv. The thing, bro. All we need, we actually need. We don't need like 30, 40 goals, Harry Kane. We don't need that. We just need a striker that's capable of retaining that ball and linking up. I promise you, would be evil. And he's probably the best of the bunch. Yeah, it makes better runs. I don't know if he's and done finished, uh, his contract though. Nearly as good at Kane as Pen at Pens. Ah, uh, the, the pennies is going to go to Son. I think he's better. He's better than Kane at Pens. Better than Kane is a shell. I think he's better than Kane. Yeah, Kane Pen. Kane's just got fantastic striking ability. If it's on target, it's pretty much a goal. Yeah, I think I think I'm all in on Gift, man. I can't lie. When Tony, well, Tony... yeah, you know, Gift is cold. I'm all in on Gift. But he's, he's a project. Yeah, not expecting him to, you know, come in and start straight away. Yeah, he's a project. Richarlison has... I don't Richarlison think we're getting him. Richarlison has, like, basically, it's like it's like uni, man. You know when you try out for the team at uni and, like, you know you're good enough for the first team, but there's Donny that's doing his second Masters day. He's starting yeah, position. He, he, goes, he goes for dinner with a coach and that. Yeah, boys that bridges. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm got, Gift obviously wouldn't come in and start straight away. But like, there's just a couple of little things that like even like of even um, his agent, yeah, has got a couple. Like he's taken a couple man from Africa, like African strikers, and made him yeah. into something like Egalo. That I think that that Trofofana kid at Chelsea is nice, isn't it? The few games he played, I thought it was nice. I don't know why he's not playing. Yeah, uh, Poch hasn't really. He's gone for more Jackson, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. went out on loan to Germany, didn't he? So at least at least on, on that side, like Auburn's Auburn's um agent has previous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then just a lot of the quotes like surrounding him when he was coming when he was like at this, I, I don't know how to pronounce Stabek. I think that's the team, the, the Norwegian team. I think it was yeah, I think, something like that. Yeah, and they were just saying like and I I feel like the word mentality is so overused, right? But there's a little bit of we, we I want more players with dog in it. We need a dog at nine. And he just sounds like he's a dog. Like he went to this trial, it banged off, but he flew back to Nigeria, carried on working. He because he was like, look, I don't know if he's gonna bang off or not. 
when they just kept clapping goals, clapping goals. Like every every quote I've read on him is just saying, "Yep, yeah, crazy mentality. Every shot, every session he's in, every shot he takes is like is that like he shoots like he needs to win. Like every single time he's training, almost like and it's reading stuff like that. And I'm like, this is someone who clearly is like, listen, man, it's it's he he strikes me as somebody who isn't taking his journey for granted. He's like, this opportunity has come out of nowhere, and I'm going to I'm going to scrap every training session." Every Bring single him immediately. Like there, there's. I think his old was it an old scout or an old manager? Who is it? Ah, uh, yeah. So the so he plays for Gents, right? Is it Gents yeah, or Gent? Yeah. Gent. Gent. Yeah. So they have a stand with some guy called Samuel Cardenas, and this quote from him. This this bit sold me already. He goes outside of the box, tappings, left foot, right foot, one touch, two touch headers, goal from a corner, goal after a counter. He can do everything, both feet, combine, assist, cross, shoot. I'm like, listen, man, I believe you. I, I actually believe you. And I've yeah. looked at some of his shots. Like, he loves, he just loves shooting. Yeah, yeah. Loves shooting. Shooter. Like, he uh, he is a little bit guilty, and I think this might be a youth slash inexperienced thing. He is a bit guilty sometimes of taking the super low XG option outside the box. But his ball striking is that good that he, yeah. that he believes it's going to come off. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you can see, you know, sometimes, yeah, when the ball's like loose from a corner, yeah. or nothing's really happening when you're passing the ball around, and some man step up to strike, to step up to shoot, like, oh, nothing's happening. Let me just shoot anyway. He shoots with maximum intent yeah, every single time. There's one goal in the comp, yeah. He's running, and I think he shifts it onto his right, and it flies. That was the one that made me say. It was against the team in Orange, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I, listen, I need to see that. He can <laughs> Like he's Bring he's got it. He'll go bins, bottom bottom corner, top corner, roof. Like he just wants. He reminds to... me, Aguero. No, no. it's gonna be too. He plays like him. I was gonna say it would be like yeah, him. Yeah, he's, like he, him. He, he's a scrapper. He actually, yeah. I was gonna say Tevez. Yeah, I like that. Tevez was just a dog, absolute dog. Oh my god, Tevez black. was a give me, bring me a black Tevez. Bring me, yeah. yeah, yeah. My only problem is, is that he's Nigerian, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll push, I'll push the beef aside for bring the great, <laughs> for the great good. We'll so you're having go. gift over Nuama, yeah? Uh, just because I think moani has gone, I think yeah, moani has gone. Yeah, yeah. He is, he is. Um, I'd, I'd still love Colin Moani. I mean, yeah. I think he's so good. He's, going by, he's definitely going by, surely. I think that's PSG, yeah. PSG, isn't it? Oh, no, no, PSG. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, PSG. Yeah. I think Especially got... now that Mbappe's got rid of um, all the men that can challenge him. Mm, exactly. that, is a, that is the best dictator we've ever seen in modern history. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to go to Madrid. I'm all yeah, in. Because he's about that life. Oh, yeah, man, I'm all in on gifts. Bring me, bring me Black Tevez, man. We need what? Nah, man. I, I just don't like the fact that we're down to the last six days. I'm because team, teams know we're desperate. They know we're desperate. They're pulling. They're pulling a Levy on Levy. That's literally just a twat. I hate. I hate. Yeah. Gut. I hate. They're his pulling gut. a Levy on Levy. They're looking at because the thing number one, right? None of our deadwoods is good enough for a bidding war. That's the yeah. first thing. That's the first thing. Second thing, like what annoys I, it really, I feel like I've said this, but it really gets to me when people are like, ah, oh, how is this player sold before that player? Why is this player still there? Listen, man, people don't want our players. 
They don't. That's literally it. They don't. They don't want our players. Why would they want our players? They've all seen. The, they've seen. Um, what's his name? They've seen um, Dyer stink it up for three seasons. You think they're gonna come? What gonna come in and, and pay for that guy? What manager yeah. of sense is gonna try buy him? Like in the nicest. Like not that we really want to talk about Opson here, but look how hard it was for Kieran. Kieran Tini couldn't get a prem move. Imagine. Kieran Tierney has had to go to Real Sociedad to play football. Crazy. Kieran Tierney. Crazy. <laughs> this is due to his injury record over his like, actual ability, though, to be fair. And... Sustained. I'm surprised uh... I'm surprised Newcastle didn't at least try to get a loan for him, considering he'd probably end up showing games with Lewis Hall. But, yeah, it was... I mean, like, the, mar- the market is different, man. We could have sold these guys, like, f- 10 years ago. Yeah, we can't sell. We can't sell them because they're not. They're not good. Teams don't want them. Teams definitely. Teams know that not only are these players' market values low, like they can definitely lowball us even more, or they can definitely get loan. Mm. What will happen is if if a team comes in with a loan like request or inquiry, leave you but like, ah, loan obligation. They'll be like ah, there's there's ten minutes left in this. <laughs> We're taking loan of an option, my dog, and that's it. And even then, they don't want to pay the option the next year. Myth. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm just looking for a list of like potentially available players now. Like Sessignol's not getting the move. Regulon's had his injury issues. Tanganga could probably get a move somewhere. Um, go, man. Hoybier looks like he could still go to Atletico Madrid, but fuck knows what's going on there. And Dombele. Depends on DePaul, I think. Apparently, DePaul's meant to go Saudi. Yeah, um, that's what uh, that. Sorry, speak. I'm only, I think this is mildly relevant because he was linked to Tottenham for like five minutes. You know that Gabri Vega kid that's apparently next up in Spain, the midfielder? Yeah. yeah. He's gone to Saudi. Yeah, I know. Peace, yeah. bro. Crazy. Peace. Generational wealth. Yeah. Sorry, he, he yeah, no, I was just saying, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Andombele, although I'm. Um, Quite surprised he hasn't had any interest from Saudi, considering he could absolutely ball over there. Sanchez, fairly hot commodity, like Monaco yeah. apparently interested, and then you have got Spence, who's still—I don't think his stock's been lowered that much. Uh, Eric that Dyer, I'm hearing uh, Leeds are in for Spence. Yeah. That's a decent move. Yeah, feel for him. Yeah, Conte done him dirty. Honestly, it's a disgrace. I still have faith in Ndom. I can't lie. Till the wheels fall off. Yeah. Till the wheels, till the wheels fall off, man. Like, <laughs> and Dom's sorry. let Lars down more time than J. Cole, bro. This is a mess. Like, I, I completely hear that with, with the amount of defensive up and down, up and down, bleak test work rate provided by Saar. I look. I, I was looking at Saar, yeah, I was like, and Dom's bleep test and Saar's bleep test is not the same bleep test. Like, I get in it. I understand. Like, I can see Ndom... I can honestly see Ndom as backup to Matters, but I'm like, I shouldn't be paying you 200k to be a backup. Do you know what I'm yes, saying? Man. I can't. Like, I've, I feel like I need a bit less running from Ndom, like, as in high-intensity running, because yeah. obviously there were times where, where Matters would drop back deep and be a second option to Basuma to pick up in the first phase. Ndom yeah. can definitely do that. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's no... As, as good as Ndombele is, there's no... Is, so there's nobody I trust more on a half turn than a Dombele in the squad. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So 
I, I just, I, I, there's just a part of me that's like, you know what? Saw like Basuma's his boy. Saw treats Basuma like uncle. Like there has to be a part of me that I just want Saw and Basuma to just run intervention on Dombele. They're like Tongi, please, man. Yes, yeah, wake up, wake up, Jerry. Come on. I'm true, man. Let's make a black midfield, bro. Woo! Make a black midfield, bro. While, while <laughs> man, come on, man. They'll be speaking hella French in midfield, bro. You crazy? Just be a suckle bleu, suckle bleu, bro. Oh, bro. I would love Andomble to get back into the team purely just to see how you would be moving on the NSO account. At home, I'd be, I'd be disgusting. I'd be absolutely disgusted. You might have to ban me. Nah, because nah, nah. if I, we I have would... ban Toby or Ohio, then you, you'd be fine. You'd be you fine. know, I'll actually I'll use a VPN and I'll add that Simon International guy. The worst done. <laughs> I'll find a way through VPN. Yeah. <laughs> Even that. And um completely agree. Even though like I think I saw a thing from Gazetta though something I feel like it's a fairly high uh, tier in um it's saying that Ange is falling out of what well, Lacelso's falling out of favor with Ange. And mm, that might I come back in was, considering Diego was meant to go to Napoli. Mm. Were interested in both Domino Celso, but was certain they were going to get Diego. Now he's gone to Saudi. They might come in for either on Dom or the Celso. So who knows? Mm. I would definitely welcome uh, Domino at least being in rotation with uh, with Madison. But there we go. Um, we actually have had some transfer activity today, though, and it was weird. Like I had a feeling I was out today, and I was like. Okay, I'm not gonna be on my phone for like three, four hours. By the time I pick it up, like I'm, I'm half expecting a bomber, either which way. And then, um, yeah, we saw an announcement to say that Alfie Devine's gone out on loan to Port Vale. Oh, I'm sure you've got some uh, some thoughts on that. Who me or yeah? Sorry. Uh, yourself, yourself. You've okay. had stocks in him for uh, honestly as long as stop. I've known you, so. Stocks have been there literally from day dot. Um, I will back, I will back Alfie Devine to the walls fall off, back him to the hill. I genuinely think he is, he's, he's, he's next. Like he is next. When I would like Madison to retire at Spurs, it'd be nice. Or give us his peak years and then go get a Saudi bag. That'd be nice for him. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I think, I think the number ten shirt is waiting for Alfie Devine in like time. Alfie is 19. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's fine. He's got, mm-hmm. he's, got, he's got years to grow. Pause. Let me double check. Alfie Devine is 19. He was 19 in August. 2004, baby. Yeah, he's got time to develop. Yeah. That wasn't a pause, by the way. Nah, but but yeah, yeah. Careful, but <laughs> be careful. So, so, yeah, with Alfie, I've always just felt like he... He's, what, he's quite... He's a lot... He's very versatile. Like he can play, he can play right, he can play off the wing if he if needed to, like an inside forward kind of thing. Um, he can be like more of a box to box, attacking box to box. Um, he can start us off in the first phase. I, w- I wouldn't play him a whole game as 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 the pivot man, but he can get the ball going. I just feel like I wanted him to get a loan last year because um, I was like, he's not going to play. He's definitely good enough to mix up in some men's league somewhere. I thought he could have gone League One last year which would have been nice for him because then maybe he could have gone champs this year. But obviously, there's no such thing as like linear progression for everyone. How many loans did Harry Kane have? Daniel Sturridge had one. Jack Walsh had one. Do you know what I'm saying? Like some don't need loans, etc., etc. Cole had a loan in the Prem. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, not going to pretend I'm that well-versed 
um, with Port Vale, to be honest. Um, they, I think they're currently ninth. I don't know how many games they, how many games have they Which played? League, league they're one. In, they're in League One. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, in League One, yeah, they are currently ninth. They, oh, they lost their first game 7 0 to Barnsley. Yeah. We're sending but, them to hell. Send them to hell. But then they beat, they beat Portville 1 0 at home. They, they beat, beat Reading themselves. <laughs> They said they, they beat Reading 1-0 at home. They drew 0-0 with Blackpool. And then they beat Charlton 3-2 away. So, you know, they, and they scored... They scored beat is still hot, though. Yeah, they asked, that 7-0 is very serious. Um, I think off the account, I asked... I just I think I just got in the middle of a thread and was just like, look, can someone just tell me what kind of football Portville play? Some A fan said, I'm not quite sure. This was... At Ben Will seven six nine five two seven zero seven. That's probably his phone number. Crazy. He said, Honestly, not quite sure yet. We've played four teams that have promotion as a target so far, and we've looked to take in the pressure and be lethal on the counter with two number tens behind one main. We'll see tomorrow how we play against teams more our level at Carlisle. So I'm going to look for a Port Vale versus Carlisle stream. What time is that game? Uh, that game is if I look at my app port vale let me just do a quick check for you so let's see saturday football uh league one port vale are playing carlisle three o'clock kickoff ah. yeah not gonna be able to find that one uh but then someone so someone from the ale and the vale podcast they said we've lined up in three five two on our first game and three four two one our next three games I expect Divine to compete with Garrity, Chislet, and Sang for one of the two spaces behind the lone striker. So at least it seems like he's going to be in an attack, like a predominantly attacking role. It seems they've been playing a bit more counter, but he said when they've got the ball, they look like they can keep it, which I think he's definitely going to, he's definitely going to raise the ceiling on that one. Um, so yeah, it looks like he's playing as a 10 for Port Vale. I'm just gonna have to tune in to see how they play, to be honest. But now I'm excited for him. I want. I can't lie. I hope it goes so well that we do what Chelsea did with Gallagher when he was at Charlton, slapping it up, and then they were like, "Nah, nah, 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 nah." He needs to go somewhere. So I think he went to Swansea. Swansea. Yeah. I think he went to Swansea. So yeah, that is ideally how I'd like the loan to go. Um, wait, 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 Gallagher didn't he go? Did he go Swansea before Palace? No, he went Charlton. He went Charlton, then Swansea. Then came back. They went to Palace. Palace. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think I've got I've got high hopes for Divine. Honestly, I think he's I think he's being ready. In my honest opinion, I think he's like ready for like twenty minutes off the bench in the prem. But obviously, yeah, I, don't, I couldn't see that being an issue. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, yeah, I just got, I, I think I think the the younger players in our team, if they're good enough. Give them, you know, give them a few minutes here and there. I mean, Saar, look at look at what happened with Saar. I know he was playing men's football like week in, week out in France. But you know, mm. when he came over here, the the AC Milan game should have been enough for Conte to put this guy in. We need more of our under, we need more of our under twenty ones to go on loan. I'm trying yeah. to find a team sheet now, but I was like, this is one of the best England. This is one of the best under twenty one teams mm. I've seen. They would suit. There were too many good players. Alfred Dorrington needs a loan. Like uh, Phillips, like I don't know what the plan is with Phillips. I, I do feel like we maybe should have sent him back to Blackburn, Blackburn. 
but maybe it's a thing Ange might have thought, you know what, he might be ready. He might be ready. I've, I've he's been he's train. training. Yeah, I think he's going to train up until January and then go out on And then go, possibly, yeah. And then I think that now, I think that now John Kidd is nice. I don't think he'll end up maybe playing for us, but I think now John's quite nice. I think he needs he's to had learn. a good run in a, in our in our young setup. So, yeah. you know, so he, he, he probably learn. will get, if he doesn't break into the team, he had a few games um, where yeah. he did come off the bench, but um, if he doesn't break into the team, I think, I think he'll find his feet. I, I personally, if I was, you know, given a suggestion to him, I'd go championship. Yeah. And then come back up, but then again, Carl Walker. Um, I remember Carl Walker, you know, coming to us, and then we sent him on loan to Aston Villa. We brought him right back, and um, he he got slapped that first season. But you know, we know what he developed into. So true, true, true. Enough, Carlos. Um, excitable sentiments for Divine. Like it is. I saw a lot of criticism for the level of which he's going to be going into, but yeah, I think it's important for people to remember this is his first venture into men's football. That's a and it's not so much that I don't think there's much difference in quality between League One and the Championship anyway. But for me, it's about the the structure he's playing in and how minutes he, how many minutes he's going to get in that team. His position um, is for the key. first one, yeah. For the first loan, like maybe the championship would have been a little bit too much too soon, with it being his first, um, first worry, sorry, into yeah, into men's football, but yeah, plenty of good signs going forward. Um, now just to kind of end the pod, now we've got to preview the game, um, tomorrow at the time of recording. Nice, uh, nice early kickoff. Do we expect any ch- changes from the Manchester United game? I think if everyone's fit, it's the same lineup. I don't think we need to risk. I think we we can beat Bournemouth without James Madison. If we can't beat Bournemouth without James Madison, then we're not serious. Um, yeah, I don't. Th- yeah, I agree with you. If if Madison's issue is a real issue, I'd say play Saw and the Celso and. Uh, rest Madison as much as possible. Hopefully, mm. we run right. But the the only problem I will say with Bournemouth is that that is a very athletic team. They they will run a lot. Apparently, they're going to be without Tyler Scott and Tyler Adams, though. Why are they going to be Alex without Scott, them? Tyler Adams? Not sure. I just saw a tweet earlier, so I was oh, just what? choosing to believe it. I'm I'm glad that well, if Alex Scott doesn't play against us. I'll be very happy. Mm. Yeah, is he is he still injured? He was he didn't play against West Ham. Yeah, I'm assuming injury and then something maybe to do with registration on Tyler Adams' side. Okay. Again, hopefully. Yeah, I think I think it would just be interesting to see if all this Lacelso chat behind the scenes coincides with the, it's it's just very interesting timing that Manners got injured in and around the same time. So it's like, because Anne Strikes is the kind of guy where if the La Celso thing's true and it's been leaked, Andrew will be pissed. Yeah. I'm saying like, because if he is true, where La Celso's are, oh, you said you're going to play me, but I've not had any minutes these last two games. He's like, listen, man, that Brentford, that Brentford game, if you change it too much, you might have lost. Exactly. And in United, it's like, okay, yeah, we were in control, but we needed to keep the pressure on. Do you know exactly. what I'm saying? 
it felt like if you released the valve a bit too much, we it might have imploded a bit. United could have caught us yeah, in trouble. So like them ones, you know, the dangerous scoreline. Exactly. Sometimes you just have to charge it. Um, so I feel like Ange strikes is Ange seems strikes is a very honest man, and he'll just be up front with you. But look, Gio, this is why I didn't play. Boom, boom, boom. So he'll be fuming if this Lacelso thing is true because he'll be like, yeah. I'm gonna, gonna fucking play you. Do you know what I mean? Um, so there's been a lot of chat about Kulisevsky um, potentially playing as as an eight. Um, I I would like to see it. I can understand why other people wouldn't. Um, we we don't really have many options because in Dombele's VO two max isn't high enough. To be it honest, his VO two max isn't high enough. So, boy, in terms of yeah, like we should be able to be born with Vitam. Um, I do think they we might concede. They've scored in the last two games, um, yeah. so I do think we, and we're away. Um, so I I'm gonna be conf- I'm gonna be mildly confident for once and say two one, and I'm gonna back uh, Richard. To get one assist or goal, I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, I'll get one given pause. Hey, and Yao, um, predicting a win. Yeah, I think I think we can go and nick it. I I actually have it. I I feel like this team is still building and finding its feet, finding its confidence. So I think there might be a bit of a nervy start. We might concede early, um, but I think there's a lot of. good management skill and good leadership that we should be able to come back. I, I'd say 2-1 as well. Um, I'm not sure if Richard will get a goal, but I think Son will get on the score sheet. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I think, I think as well, yeah. I think we'll win. I think both teams to score. Solid bet. Um, and yeah, that'll... Uh, that will summarise Spurs. And uh, us for tonight, gents. Thank you for joining me tonight. Um, catch us on catch us on Twitter at New Spurs Order, Instagram New Spurs Order. Uh, the streams will be every Thursday, Friday evening. This is what we aim for. And then the audio, you can listen to us every Saturday morning. And hopefully, you'll be up Saturday morning early enough to listen to us before the game. But as for now. Thank you guys again for joining us and peace. Peace. And belted into the near brilliant goal. On debut, Tunge Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. A great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London. That is absolutely incredible on debut. Oh, yay! Podcast Network.